Welcome to the Impact Masters Commission Bible Study Podcast. Join us as we study the Bible verse by verse. I'm your host, Pastor Josh Hawkins. We're going to have some deep, thoughtful, and hopefully helpful discussions to try and discover together what it means to be the followers of Jesus. Because Jesus' birth deserves to be celebrated. Right. Yeah. Amen. I agree. Do you know the history of that day? I know that Megan was yes. not Megan. Why did we pick that particular day? I don't know that. Because it was a pagan holiday. It was. Oh, really? And Who's so pagan? We want the Christian church wanted kind of like to people to kind of celebrate Jesus' birth on that day and not the pagan holiday. Right. So, Christianity, I don't think that's bad at all. I love it. But we need to recognize it for what it is. Okay, we need to be aware. The problem is, everybody loves to point at Halloween and say, that's the devil's day, that's the, that's the devil's holiday. Okay, but here's the deal. Christmas was also a pagan holiday where, where demonic gods were worshipped. In fact, Christmas was, prob- was in a lot of places crazier than Halloween. Is Chris Kringle demonic? <laughs> I don't think so. Like Not if we go all the way back to where he began. Well, I'm, there's there's a whole lot about that, too. We'll talk about Santa in a minute. Okay? Okay, so here's Roman culture. All right? Roman culture. They had the same calendar we do, basically. Which is the Julian calendar. It's named after Julius Caesar... Because he's the one who he's the one who uh, who adopted it. He didn't invent it. He adopted it. Okay, which is twelve months. One, two, three, four. Apparently, he added two of them. Okay, so we have the twelve months broken it up into you know either twenty nine, thirty, or thirty one days, etc. Okay, uh, even the names of this. Okay, the names of the months are all related to uh, to Roman gods. Yes. Like who? So we need to like so the March? March. Mercury. Okay, is Mars, who's the Roman god of war. True. Okay. I don't know all of them. The days of the week in English. Why does Wednesday have an S? Huh? No. Very great. Wednesday, I do not know. But the the seven days of the of of the week are all named after Norse gods. Isn't Norse like Thor and all that? Yes. So what day is this? Thor. Exactly. Thor's day. Thor's day. Wow. Whoa. I like Christmas okay. word. I Thor's like day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. See the and, and Friday is Freya's day. Who's Freya? Oh, his mama. Um, 
Yes. I didn't watch Thor. I only seen Ragnarok. Okay, and then anyway, so so <laughs> all of these things have these ancient pagan roots, and everybody loves to freak out about Halloween. But okay, so in the Roman in the Roman calendar, there were specific days where you know different Roman festivals and celebrations took place. Okay, big important celebrations that went back for hundreds and hundreds of years, usually based around the relationship of the sun and the earth and the turning points of the year, for instance, what's tomorrow? Right. Tomorrow's December 21st, which is what? The oh. winter solstice. Correct. Wow. Winter. It is the, the day. The day of winter. Correct. It is the, the what? Well, which is what? Why shortest is it the shortest day, longest night? Yes. Longest night. The longest. Tomorrow, the the longest period tomorrow. of darkness. So here's the story. Darkness was getting longer and longer and longer, and daylight was getting, and light was getting shorter and shorter until a day came where we turned it around, and now we were getting more and more light. And less and less darkness. Does that sound like a religious story to you? Yes. Darkness was increasing in the earth until this day came, and now from now on, darkness is decreasing in the earth. Are you with me? Jesus' birth. That's why they chose it. Well, that's why they celebrated. Saturnalia on that day, <laughs> which was about the Greek, the Roman god Saturn, who was Zeus's father. Mm-hmm. Zeus's father? Zeus's father. Oh, okay. I, Creator I mean, of the world. I thought that was Kronos. That's, <laughs> in, that's in Greek. <laughs> okay, so we have, there's Greek mythology and there's Roman mythology. They're very close, but, but the names all change. Yes, Kronos was was Zeus's father. Jupiter is the Roman name for Zeus, and Saturn was Kronos's Roman name. Although Kronos in the Greek was way scarier than Saturn in the in in the Roman. Kronos in the Greek is a scary, scary dude who eats his own children. You know, uh, Saturn didn't do that. Saturn was actually the creator of the world. So, anyway, on. Around okay, around the winter solstice, where all of a sudden daylights get where light is increasing in the world, they would begin. They would celebrate Saturnalia, this this beautiful celebration of the creator of the world, right? And guess what they would do? They would bring trees into the house decorate them. They would give gifts to each other. Christmas? What? What noise? Oh, so no, why is it not called Christmas? Like it's probably it's probably Christmas. I didn't know Saturnalia. Saturnalia. But I looked up and I no, thought it was called So, about... No, no, I'm not... None of this is... Just relax. Okay, so, this holiday was a big deal 
in Roman, in, in the Roman world. Okay? And all of a sudden, there's this new religion that's started. And more and more, especially of the underclasses, are becoming followers of this new religion called Christianity. And then all of a sudden, about 350 years after Jesus is born, the Roman emperor himself converts to Christianity. And then he makes Christianity the actual religion of the Roman Empire. So whereas before, if you were sacrificing to the god, if you didn't sacrifice to the gods, you might actually get punished. People would look at you and be like, you're not a very good Roman citizen because you don't sacrifice to the gods. Now, it was the other way around, and if you don't go to church, you might get punished. And you're not a very good Roman citizen. But what are they going to do with this? This big holiday. This important day in our year. Where I don't, my kids are wanting gifts. Last year they got gifts, but now I'm a Christian. What am I going to do? Well, the church fixed it. They said, um, that's when we'll celebrate the Christ Mass. which is a celebration of Jesus' birth. So we're going to celebrate Jesus' birth. Instead, no, just kind of forget about Saturnalia. This isn't about Saturn. It's about the true creator of the world, who was God's gift to all mankind. And just as these trees don't lose their leaves in the winter, so Jesus' life is eternal. That was a smooth transition for them. Isn't that like, nice? Music oh, Smart guys. Smart <laughs> guys, right? So they kept it. They kept the holiday, but they changed the name. And they changed the meaning of the symbols. Even though they kept the symbols, they changed the meaning of the symbols to represent Christ. So um, why don't Jehovah's Witnesses celebrate it? Because of this. <laughs> and because of verses in the New Testament that say things like, why are you celebrating those new moons and holidays? Every day is holy to Jesus. Now, Paul was pointing back at the Christians who were celebrating Jewish holidays and following Jewish, you know, traditions, etc. And he was saying, you don't have to do those to earn God's favor. So don't worry about doing that. You ever been to a Jehovah's Lord, Witnesses so. came along and said, I have not. I would love to go though. A bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, I would, I would, that would be awesome. I want to go and sit in on their classes when they teach the kids the scriptures. That's fine. That would be really fun for me. Anyway, okay. So that's Christmas, but it's not just Christmas. What are the holiday? Easter. You know anything about Easter? Ding ding ding. Oh, right over here. At what we call the vernal equinox. So if if Christmas is the is celebrates the day where days start getting longer, right? And then in summer we have the summer solstice, which celebrates when nights start getting longer. This one stands in between them. What are, what are we celebrating there? 
A midpoint. Correct. Equi. Equal. Knox night. Equal night. Oh, means day and night are the same length. Okay, that's the, and vernal me is spring. So right around the vernal equinox, which they celebrated in a bunch of different ways, okay, we're going to have a celebration of Jesus' resurrection. Now, this is a lot more interesting because this is when Jesus rose from the dead. So they got their dates right. Well, kind of. Because we're not entirely sure the exact date that Jesus rose from the dead. Because the Jewish calendar is not based on the sun, it's based on the moon. And the moon, we don't go around the moon in 365 days. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the moon changes. It's, it's, a, it's a lot different than the sun. So the, that's why the date of Easter moves. Because it's based on the Jewish calendar. Because what, what Jewish holiday did Jesus die on? The um, Jewish holiday? Jewish holiday. I have no idea. No, Jesus, Jesus died on a Jewish holiday called Passover. Oh, oh I thought that was the um, dinner. Passover. It is. And that's the dinner Jesus had the night before he was betrayed. And that's the name of the holiday? Passover? Wow. So you know the dinner where Jesus gave us communion? Yeah. It was Passover. That's crazy. Okay, and Jesus died the next day. Unless you're reading in the book of John, where John says... Jesus actually died on Passover day, and that the meal before that wasn't the Passover meal. It was just a, a meal. What are you going to do with that? Wait, what? Oh! Wait, are there, John. Is it contradicting? That's a great question. Is it contradicting? We're not going we're, we're to jump into that so much today. Because I, I, I would want to have all my, all my stuff correct, all my information correct before we, before we jump into that. But yes, there seems to be a contradiction there. Because Matthew, Mark, and Luke all put the Last Supper on Passover as the Passover meal. But John says that it was the day before the Passover meal. And that Jesus died at the same time that the Passover lambs were being sacrificed. Didn't John John betray him? Or was no, that Peter? That was Peter betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Judas betrayed him. John was the only disciple who actually went to the cross with Jesus. So is he like a real athlete? He's not trustworthy. Okay? Well, in some ways you might think that. John also had certain privileges because his family was connected to the, to the temple and so he was protected a little bit. What? He was fine on YouTube. Did you ever hear that whole thing about? Uh, I heard the story that this guy told about these kids who were doing a Christmas play. You know, and the one guy, the three wise men came out, and the first one was like, "I bring you myrrh," and the next guy comes out and says, "I bring you gold," and the last kid comes out and says, "Frank sent this." Frankincense. <laughs> I don't get it. It was frankincense. 
But as a kid, he didn't know what that was. So he goes, Frank said this. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. It's one of my favorite stories. That's hilarious. That's a funny joke. Hey, Frank said this. <laughs> be like, what is it? Frank says this. Okay. So here's the question. Knowing all that you know about Christmas, should we celebrate it or not? I think so. I love a good redemption arc, and it seemed like they redeemed the holiday. Absolutely. Because isn't that what Jesus came to do? To step into the middle of our lives and change our whole story? Yeah. So why can't we do that with Halloween? (laughs) Same. I like but that's Halloween. what it is. That's what the Christian church said. You know, we're, there's this day, okay, at the at the beginning of, you know, like fall season that was celebrated. Anybody know the story? I want to say it's Persephone. Yes, I know the story of Persephone and Hades and Demeter. Yes. Yeah. So what happens? So um, Demeter has a daughter. Hades sees her. He's like, hey, I really like her goes and asks um the um zeus and is like yeah but diameter's like no and so he takes her for half of the year mm-hmm. right and then when he's she's gone diameter's really sad and that's when um it's autumn and winter because it's like cold because she's really sad but then she gets her daughter back for spring and summer she's like really happy right so what's the day what's the day of the year when they would celebrate her going and or remember that she was going into the underworld oh I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we said this Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Back on uh, Halloween. October 31st? Yeah, it's when they celebrate her going into the underworld? It's a Because what happens to nature after that? Her dies. Wait, so why are they happy that... Wait, they're, they're not, not happy, they're just remembering. Her. Oh, so they're mourning her. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That sometimes the souls of the dead could come out and roam the earth during the time that the gates were open. Mm. Oh. That's spooky. Okay, which is why they would wear masks to scare away the ghosts. Mm. Yeah, because the ghosts and so what they scare them by. That's funny though, because now people wear unicorn masks. Right? We should ask him. Okay. <laughs> now. Here's another, uh, are you ready for a really fun, really, really interesting kind of an idea? Yes. That I just learned about recently? Yes. This day, right here, wasn't just celebrated in Greece, it's celebrated in almost every pagan culture on the planet. Really? Somewhere around this day, they would have a holiday where they believed the souls of the dead could roam the earth. Okay? It was a day of mourning, it was a day of fear. Now, check this out. There are reasons, really good reasons, to link this day with the day the flood began. Ooh. Now, what are those really good reasons? Has they have to do with the stars? They have to do with uh, the way that these different cultures remembered it. But a lot of those cultures literally say, we, we celebrate this day because that was the day the flood came and killed everyone except for the one person that God saved. Oh, wow. So they celebrated by giving out candy. That's, what, that's where we're at now, but yeah. we're talking about thousands of years of that, of that whole idea morphing and changing and shifting. and you Because know, at mm-hmm. first it was just, 
hey, the kids would wear spooky masks and it was, you know, it was kind of a fun thing. But then, then it was like, in England, there was this whole thing about kids that would go around town and be like, um, hey, give us, give us something good or else we're gonna... So, so they weren't trying to scare away demons, they were impersonating those demons. Mm. And they were saying, give us something good or else we're going to do something bad to your property, like we'll kill a chicken or we'll mess with your house or whatever. Where the this came oh, from? Trick or treat. Give us a treat or we're going to trick you. By the way, they did that on Christmas too. Trick or treat? Yep. On Christmas? Yep. What? That's, that was this. Caroling. <laughs> Wow, I can't. They would go around and sing whatever, and if you didn't, they would sing louder and louder and louder until you brought them some food. Oh my god. You know you know the song So bring us some figgy pudding, so bring us Oh and it does get a lot like Oh wow. I'm gonna start doing that. Bring us some figgy pudding. Just throwing something out the door here. Give me a tweak. What was that movie that I watched recently where these they were hiding from the carolers? I can't remember. Anyway. Oh, it was it was the new Christmas story movie. Oh. You guys ever seen the Christmas story? Yes, I love I acted in a so there was, play of it. There was a new movie that was recently made up and it's played it's Ralphie, the kid from the Christmas story, as a grown up playing a grown up Ralphie. And when he his mom always hides from the carolers for some reason. <laughs> She'd be like, get behind the couch! Get behind the couch! What? Is she like afraid of carolers? I got it. She hates carolers. She hides from them. Anyway, it's... Oh, it just was released this year. Yeah, just this year. It's fantastic. It's on HBO. It's so, 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 so good. I don't have it anymore. You should watch it, though. It's fantastic. Especially if you love the original Christmas Story movie, because there's so many callbacks. And, a, like, all the kids that were his friends, those same actors came back to play themselves in the new one. It's... It's awesome. I even have the sweatshirt of him in the pink bunny suit, and I look just like him. Odessa thought it wasn't me. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, should we celebrate Christmas? Yes. All right. I, I, I got away from the Halloween thing. But so, so, the church said, oh, well, you believe demons are coming. So, instead of, instead of being afraid of the dead coming back, we're going to take November 1st. And we're going to make it All Saints Day. Which in English is All Hallows. Eve? Well, what's Eve? What's Christmas Eve? The day before. <gasps> Halloween! There. Christmas Halloween. There it is. And cramps, kids don't have to go to school. On no, Day. because All Saints Day is a big deal. And what do you do on All Saints Day? You, you remember? Graves of your dead loved ones. And you put mums on their graves. It's they a day of remembering the those who've gone before us and like, being inspired by their example. And you Isn't put there, mums uh, on their graves. Puerto yes. de Mortes. Yes. Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead? No. Have you seen that? It's such a good movie. Coco? Coco no, is wonderful. Coco. Book of Life. Oh, I gotta say, the, Coco, Coco is one of those movies... It doesn't matter what happens when Grandma Coco starts singing the song, I'm going to cry, period. There's nothing. As soon as she's like, ba-ba, I'm like, Wah! 
There's just nothing I can do. It's gonna happen. First time I ever saw the movie, it was like, I don't know what happened. That's you I, watching. Tears that. like just went like, like straight out of my eyes. Like, like, I I did not see it coming. My kids were like. Are you okay? <laughs> that was me at the end of Avatar. Ugly the first time I ever watched Flicka, I was struggling a lot emotionally and mentally, and I watched it. And I watched it. Flicka? Yes. And I just related to Flicka so much. I was sitting in the dark, and my <laughs> living the flame, falling my eyes. <laughs> I still cry over that movie to this day. There Have you are seen movies. It? It's crying. a Wonderful Life also makes me cry every single time. There is nothing you can do. Oh, that's what my mom Nothing you can do. You have to see it. It's, it's amazing. Why? How could you hate that movie? Yes, it's a Christmas movie. It's an older movie. It's about this... Uh, it wasn't really a good movie. Yeah, it wasn't. I like What's that one black and white Christmas movie? Which one? It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life as well. Yeah, I hate that one. How can you hate that movie? I just can't watch it. That movie is so so I can't watch it because not. I cry so hard. Well, you can watch it in color. You know, you could. They have colorized yeah. versions of it. That's what I watched the colorized version. Just I watched the colorized version just to get my kids to watch it because they wouldn't watch the black and white version. See, that's why. And I'm and I'm like, come on. So we watched the colorized version. It was still just as good, and I I. I cry every single time. There's nothing I can do about it. There's no, even though I'm like, I'm not going to cry, I'm not going to cry. Susu's battles. <laughs> Just lose it. Nothing I can do about it. I don't know. I feel like if you don't cry at that movie, yes. then you're not human. Yeah. I'm not human. You haven't seen it. You should see it. Yeah, of course. Oh, the new one? I saw the new one. I haven't seen the new one. No spoilers, but at the very end, I was bawling my eyes. Me and Odessa, we laughed together, we cried together, and we screamed. We were the only ones who screamed. It wasn't even scary. I don't know what happened. And it was like a scream of terror. (laughs) We were the only ones in the whole thing. So everybody else in the theater was silent. We screamed it like hugging each other. Isn't it really long? It's three three and a half hours. the thing. You are never bored. And that's like me. I get bored super easy, so I was surprised how engaged that movie was. It's so good. I love long movies. Yeah. I'm currently in the middle of watching a seven-hour documentary on the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't know. Actually, I did it. Like, why are we questioning? We all know the government did it. Do we? Yes. I don't know. I was did what? Anyway, you were there. You were in De- you were in Dealey Plaza. In, are you in, a vampire? In January or in uh, in in. in I believe it too. Wow, vampire! You look really good for your age. Yeah, can I just say? <laughs> he takes All right. Notes notes that's why. <laughs> my grandma was twenty-three. So, how do we decide whether or not we should celebrate Christmas or Halloween? How do we make this decision? By assessing what it is now, the history. And then think about it. Is any harm being done? Because I personally feel as though, like, the history of Halloween, like, yeah, that was a little scary demons, but now people think Halloween, oh, you're just giving candy to children dressed up and stuff. Right. Whether it's scary or whatever, it's turned into, like, a positive thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say. I'm in a full agreement with you. Uh, I, there's the, there are so many people in the church that want to just make Halloween about Satan. And we, we used to do... Um, the Wednesday either on or around Halloween here at 
when I was youth pastor here at this church, we would do a big costume party. And at the end of the party, we would do a gospel presentation. And, and we would have twice as many kids come for the party as we ever had on a normal Wednesday. And so I'm getting to preach the gospel to a bunch of kids who've never been here before, who maybe have never even heard the gospel. And we had kids respond and get saved, and some of them became a part of the youth group long term, and you know, whatever. For me, that was like, because it was my very first Halloween as a youth pastor, and and Halloween was going to be on Wednesday. And I prayed about it, and I felt like the Lord said, you can fight it or you can use it. So that's what we did. We did a gospel presentation. We had 80 kids say yes to Jesus that night. What? 8-0. That was a lot. It was nuts. It was crazy. That's what makes me so mad when people can't see that you can use that to... Absolutely. Isn't that what Jesus did? Right. Here's the thing. There's so many people who complain, complain, complain. Oh, yeah, I don't celebrate it. But then there's the people like this lady growing up. Like, I remember her clearly. She used to, like, print out scriptures or, like, handwrite them depending on the year and put it on the candy and pass yeah, it out. Yeah, love that. use that holiday to spread the gospel. We did what? that last year. The church made little flyers, and it was, like, a link to um, Nathan's brother's music. Right, yeah, like Kyle. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. And, like, yeah. there's just different things that we passed out for, for Yeah, and, like, Pastor Barry took them home and passed them out at his house. Christmas Eve began as a very pagan holiday, not celebrating Christ, celebrating, and it was basically a community-wide orgy. Halloween? No, No, Christmas. Christmas It was uh, Christmas Eve. It was, yeah. What happened to the gifts? They gave gave gifts, but the the adults would all go, the adults would all go out and party and get drunk, and it was okay, you could have sex with whoever, whatever, it didn't matter on that night because it was Saturnalia. It was a huge, crazy... The it, STDs invent back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh. Rome had very, very... Rome's values around sexuality were a lot like ours now. Oh, man. Especially for men. Men were pretty much allowed to have sex with anyone, anything, including children. Ew. Um, without too much... Although, if you got another woman pregnant while you were married, that you get you would get in trouble. But otherwise, they didn't care. Wow, I would be offended. I couldn't live back then. I'm a happy guy. Birthed me in this era, right? Oh, there's so many reasons to be happy, (laughs) right? I mean, so so many uh, to be happy that we live in the age that we do. But yeah, yeah, the 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 uh, the way that Romans felt about sexuality was. Children, that is crazy. There were, there were, one of the best ways to, to, to get a big name in politics and in the Roman Senate and in the upper echelons of the Roman world, if you didn't already have money and power, was to become the love slave of one of the older men. As a man, I'm not talking about women. Women, there's no, not kidding, was to become a sex slave of an older man in the Roman in the Roman upper echelons. Like a sugar baby. Yeah. And they would introduce you and they would get you connected and whatever. And then at some point, at some point, you would be like, I'm done. And they would be like, that's fine. And they would go and find some other nine-year-old kid. Nine years old? I'm not joking. In fact, that was kind of old. That's so messed up. 
It's so, so crazy. I was thinking yeah, about this. Was, it's ridiculously messed up. I was thinking about this Sunday because Mary was like 16 or whatever. 14. Maybe I think she was like 14. 14 somewhere in there. You don't really like, know. And I find it so baffling that like in today's society, if you are having a kid young, it's like frowned upon. But like it's like changed through generations. Women, women were were little were little better than property. Okay, you need to understand that. They were little better than property. Well, most of the time, Jewish men wouldn't get married until they were in their mid-twenties, thirties, because they wouldn't get married until they could support a family. But they would marry girls who had just reached maturity because I want to get as many sons out of this girl as I can. I have so many issues with this. Obviously. Obviously. And if you married a woman who did not give you children right away, or in some cases did not give you sons right away, you could divorce her. So here's another one. Jesus meets the woman at the well. You remember this woman? What did he say to her? Right, woman? He said, you've... He says, where's your husband, right? And she says, I have no husband. He says, you're right. He said, in fact... You've had five husbands, and the one you're with now is not your husband. Who is he? Just a man. Okay. Here's the deal. Women could not leave or divorce their husbands. Mm, So it wasn't her fault. There's no nothing in Jewish law that gives a woman a power the power to end a marriage. Nothing. But your husband could end marriage just by giving you a writ of divorce, which was just was a piece of paper that said, I divorce you three times on it. Here you go. You burned my breakfast. Wow. Not kidding. Now usually that was because they didn't have very many children. But so We've always thought of this woman as adulterous and and a woman of sin, etc. No, she was oppressed. That is crazy. She was abused, passed around, hated. And you know, but they still blamed her for it. People are dogs. Yes, they are. That's why we need Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Well, my friends.